Australia's definitive authority on things. Introducing your hosts, Josh Withers and Steve Mulk. Uh, hear ye, hear ye. Ladies and gentlemen, the Think Committee is again in session. I am Steve Mulk. I'm your host. Welcome. Uh, and today we are coming from bright, shiny Los Angeles. Yay. The downtown heart of everything, uh, particularly when it comes to popular culture and movies and television and all the stuff. I'm joined by two of the loveliest ladies in Los Angeles. Let me tell you straight up. Where are they? Well, there's one. That's what, uh, Michelle Mahone. Hello. Welcome. How do? How, oh, I love the accent every time. It's like me walking around here going, g'day. G'day, mate. Totally hey, works. You'd be right. Uh, and also joining us, Alicia Malone from Pretty Much Everything. Pretty much everything, everywhere. I can't pull off a g'day. Well, no. It just doesn't sound You're right. an Australian, right? Yeah, but I, I, when I say it, people just laugh because it doesn't sound right. G'day, mate. Do you not drop that? Because no. like, you're doing a whole bunch of film junkets. In fact, you just came from one to here. Yeah. Do you not drop g'day? Oh, that would be my opening everything. I, I just go, hey, how's it going? But I did say to Robert Downey Jr., you know, you still have the best Australian accent I've heard yes. an American do God, yes. out of any of them. Uh, have you not heard mine? Say it. Hit yeah, it. you bloody ripper. You'd be right. <laughs> yeah, that's a cracker. <laughs> so on you. There's still that Texan You're twang welcome. <laughs> okay, I am not a Texan. I am a Kentuckanese. That's close. Close. Hey, no cigar. Oh, look, dude, when, from Australia, right? Yeah. The whole of Midwest America, yeah. it's all the same thing. Yes. Yeah, and we're all Yankees. Yeah. Which breaks me out in a rash because yeah. Yankees are from the north. Oh, right. I don't know anything, right? Yeah, right. Civil War something? It's like, it's like us going, you ain't from around here. <laughs> you ain't we from around. We don't take too kindly to strangers. It'd be like me calling you a New Zealander. It's like every Australian production of Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Where the wind goes whipping down the plane. Yeah, yeah, where every Australian just puts on the worst American, you know, something in the South accent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, Americans can't do it either. Every time there's a movie or a TV show where people are supposed to be Southern, yes, nine times out of ten, they're all from Georgia, no matter where the thing's said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if there are genuine Southerners in the, in the production, they're from wherever they're from, and everybody else is from Georgia. It's like people hold a meeting, sort your dialect, yeah. and start yeah. rolling. Okay? I can't tell the difference. But. Of course not. I can't. Dialogue coaches are so important, right? If we're going to talk about film and those sorts of things, exactly that, Michelle, when uh, we're going to set this story in this place then we very seriously need to... If you're going to be, you know, sort of an A1, lots of money production, yeah. then, you know, Matthew McConaughey has to have an accent that sounds like he's from that area. It can't mm-hmm. just be a melange of Californian something. I think so. Well, somebody was saying yesterday, Dennis Franz did mm-hmm. um, a TV show. TV and, Superwits. And it was supposed to be... Well, it was some crime show that he did recently, and it was supposed to be set in New York, and he just did a Chicago accent. Oh, Nobody really? said Aww. anything to him. The, well, whole, the, the whole show. It's like all those like period-type films where maybe they're supposed to be Greek, mm. and they're always English. Someone, yes, Troy. Somewhere about English-ish. Yeah. Remember when... Um, 
what does nuts uh Ke- kevin costner what's his nuts he, yeah. yeah what's his nuts he was um robin hood but he i was oh, like i didn't know yes. robin hood was from cleveland oh, yeah. i didn't know and that's right and yet um uh uh snape yeah yeah what's his name Professor Snape. Yeah, but yep. the actor guy. Uh, Alan Rickman. Still pulled a great English accent, uh, to be fair. Mm-hmm. He, it's in his blood. And Hans Gruber, he played in Die Hard, and oh, he did a great German I love accent. Alan Rickman. Seriously, as an actor, that mm. guy kills me every Incredible. time. Him and Oldman. Galaxy Quest, oh, and he's great. I loved Galaxy Quest. That yeah. was on just the other day. Actually, I was talking to, to one of the guys just before, and let's, let's ask if this is a thing. Let's open up with this thing. Remaking... Films that were good in the first place. No. Uh, no. It shouldn't be a thing. I understand business-wise why they do it because these days it's all about the known property so that's easier to sell mm-hmm. rather than a brand new concept. It's why superhero films, comic book movies do so well but mm-hmm. it kills me when they remake a classic. Like yes. They're talking about remaking The Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. talking about remaking All Quiet on the Western Front which mm-hmm. sure came out in the 30s but it is such a classic and it started the whole war genre. Yep. So people should just watch the original. Classics, they're remaking Point Break. Yeah. I mean, let's be okay. fair. You can't but, do and that shouldn't have been made the first time. Oh, no, well, come on. No. This podcast is over. <laughs> Point Break is awesome. Yeah. I Utah. just need to get one wave. Okay, really? <laughs> I love really? Utah, give me two. <laughs> two, Utah. <laughs> The the horrible. Best. I mean, in, in rewatching Point Break recently, which I did, because for me, seminal film of my high school, you know, sort of time, we all watched it on a video night, on VHS tape, all that stuff. Yes, kids, there was something before DVDs. Uh, it, it was, I mean, there's some wooden performances in that. You know, Keanu Reeves really doesn't come into his own until he's the surfer dude. FBI agent. Yeah. Before that, I didn't buy that he was like, you know, FBI guy, straight up, you know, Quantico, whatever. When when he was surfer, that worked. Um, I thought that Patrick Swayze was excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, and you As can correct Bodie. me probably, yeah. Was this his first film where he got all shaggity raggedy and the bad guy? I think it was. Because Roadhouse was after this. Yeah, I think it was. And he was so brilliant in this. And I just feel like Point Break shouldn't be remade. And Gary then, Busey. I know, Busey. Nothing else needs to be said. Gary yes. Busey was excellent. And before yes. he was crazy. He's the best. Okay. <laughs> you're not, I, I can tell you're not a fan, no. but they're remaking Point Break. Well, if at first you don't succeed, da 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 da. That is unfair. Okay. Total Recall, yeah. abysmal. Yeah, but Robocop, I thought was a pretty good. Had remake. legs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked. Work, my my hope is that they actually remake Robocop too. I doubt they will. Yeah. But I, I thought the guy who played Robocop. Yeah, um, Joel Kinnan. Yeah, yeah. Kinnanen what did he come the off the back of? Yes. Yeah. Was really good. Why, why? Michael Keaton was great in but it. But why do it to us? Because like, they're lazy. But wait until I'm dead before you remake these things that are so precious to me. They'll and so many you. other people. Don't say that. They'll come and they'll kill you and then they'll just remake all their well, stuff. Well, Warner Brothers, I'm at the LA <laughs> Podcast Festival. Come at me. Yeah, it seems like it's getting faster and faster, the mm. remakes. Like if, if films from the 90s, which, okay, that was 20 years ago. But still, it's Ouch, like, yeah. come on, it's too soon. Well, it's just too easy. You don't have to bother with writing a script and getting it all sorted out. <laughs> and, and can't we tell? Will it make money? Will it not? Yeah. It did the first time, do it again. And people go watch it. Yeah. You know, it's... I know I know the politics of why Sony are remaking and remaking Spider-Man. To keep the rights. In my life, I've seen three 
reboots of Spider-Man, or mm-hmm. sorry, an original. God rest your soul, um, the guy from The Sound of Music. Uh, and now two since. Why? Well, they do have to keep doing Spider-Man movies if they want to retain the rights to the Spider-Man character because Marvel wants their character back. Hell yes, they do. So they thought they would just reboot it again, but I liked The Amazing Spider-Man, but it was so similar to the first movie because you're seeing the same origin story that I felt like it was a bit unnecessary and then number two was just a mess. Yes. But they have to keep going with this and so I'm sure we'll see another reboot, then another reboot. Mm. Would you star in a reboot, Michelle? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll star in a porn if they cut me a check. Well, Well, maybe not that far. They will, I hear. In fact, they're probably the only thing that is paying in Hollywood really at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Well, not anymore. I think the internet's monkeyed that up. And then LA passed a law that you have to wear a condom, so they all went to Vegas. That's right. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. But I, I heard digress. that. I didn't see whatever. Yeah, oh, I would. I, yeah, you write me a check. I'm there. Is there a film uh, role that you would particularly want? If, if it was only reboot only? A reboot only. Steel Magnolias. Yay, I love that movie. That's a fair call. You've got the accent, right. so that'll work straight up, right? Well, but they're in Louisiana, so I would have to <laughs> It's all adjust. the same to me, right? No, it's not. And the rest of America is just going to go, whatever. <laughs> just set it in Kentucky. That'll be fine. <laughs> set it in Kentucky. That, no, that's Deliverance. It's a ladies' film. <laughs> yeah. Squeal. Ding, Squeal. Ding, 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 ding. That's yeah. right. What, what would you star in given the opportunity, Alicia? Well, I hate reboots and remakes, but mm. if I had to, I love His Girl Friday because I love classic movies. So Hildy Johnson, mm. such a great character. She was this really sassy reporter. Yep. So I like, I like to be. And uh, had such a great back and forth with yep. beautiful Cary Grant. See, that's a classic like that is fraught with danger mm-hmm. if it ever did get legs, right? Because exactly that, all these these great emotions that we, we yeah, think about the well, film. It started, it started the whole, like, screwball comedy, mm. screwball romantic comedy kind so of So it's to genre. blame for meatballs. So, <laughs> no, more like the uh, the rom-coms. It's more <laughs> bad to blame for, but Ooh. they did it so well. What about Notting Hill? But then they would still have to cast uh, Hugh Grant because he's my double secret boyfriend. Ah. That'd be a good one, too. You like him? You reckon? That'd yeah. work. I, in fact, I could actually see that work. You know, Notting Hill in a, a now context, not a mm. then context. Well, this is the sad thing is they're not really making romantic comedies anymore. Um, I was talking to Rob Reiner and yeah. he said, when Harry met Sally, <laughs> sorry. Well done. No, no, I love it. But it's relevant. Um, yes. He was saying when Harry met Sally wouldn't be made today. No. You couldn't get the financing for it. Because That's they're making shit. either the huge blockbuster movie, the superhero mm-hmm. thing, or really low-budget independent movies, but nothing in that mid-range like we hmm. used to get. Well, I'm going to audition. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy <laughs> asking him to love her. Oh, thanks, I'm taken. All right. It's the shortest reboot me. ever. See, I, see yeah. you're in. So you're in. I don't know. I think Alicia Malone and Michelle Mahone should do something. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Malone Mahone. Two redheads. See? Out and about. I've got the perfect vehicle for you. Go. Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Yes. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. One sweet, one sassy. You know? yeah. Strong and sassy. Wait a minute. Did you imagine the 2000? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a damn minute, Amber. Uh, why, why? 
point if they were seven. We got one sweet and one absolute bitch. Perfect. She wasn't. She was strong, and one needed the other to balance each other out. This is the redo. Yeah. So in the Thelma and Louise reboot, this is what we're bringing on here. Who's going to be the Brad Pitt character? Oh, Brad Pitt. I say no. Jake Gyllenhaal because he's my future husband. Okay. You know who I... <laughs> he doesn't know that yet. Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I told him, but he yeah, can't We can flip a coin on that one. Yeah, you yeah. like that? You know who I like? is His name's escaping me because I'm a big idiot. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. See, there's a guy who's had such a checkered career. Mm. Right? Like, he was the big comedy guy. Mm-hmm. Was going to be in all of the comedy things. And then tried to do some serious-ish kind of stuff. Well, like Action films. Buried was really cool. It was all set inside a coffin I think it was or a box so it was all one what? yeah so a lot of it was in darkness so it was one location just him trying to get out of this situation and that he was great in but mm-hmm. then you see something like Green Lantern Blade 3 yeah in my opinion, you can just cut the sound off and let me look at him because he's pretty. <laughs> so Van Wilder party liaison is porn for you. From a distance. I mean, there's not enough Lysol in this world, if we're being honest, but... Yeah. I'm down with that. See? Who plays the cop in the Thelma and Louise reboot? Malone Mahone. Hmm. (laughs) Malone Mahone. Malone Uh, Mahone. uh, How about... um, Boy, that's a good question. Who would play the cop? Hmm. What does nuts? Um, What does nuts? um, He's so pretty. Um, the other pretty guy. Um, Which one? Dayton, the uh, uh, West, uh, Suki West House. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. God, it's like charades. Um, What's his name? And he's in yes. Blood, right? Oh, what the heck's Suke. his name? The guy goes, um, Vampire. Oh, dude. for hell's yes. pecker. What is his name? The guy that was in True Blood. What is his name? I don't, I don't know. know. I say Liam Neeson because I just want Liam Neeson and everything. You are so funny. <laughs> He's amazing. He is amazing. Would we maintain... Um, because in reboots, you've got to turn some things up, right? It can't mm-hmm. just be... It's still based in that so that people have the touch mm-hmm. point, but there's got to be some things that we... Yeah, more explosions, more something. So do we do we go heavy on the... the, the, the do we see the pre-domestic stuff? That gives us the motivation because in Thermal Louise, it's yeah, only kind of it's referred set, back to. Yeah, you got to set that up. But I think at the end, we have the guys get in the car, and then I put a cement block on the gas thing, send them over the cliff, and yeah. then we go home and cash the life insurance. And then we walk slow motion away yeah. from the explosion and look yeah. sexy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, very bad boy style. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I'd have a body double in for me because I'm better coming than I am going. <laughs> but. No, well, you're walking towards the camera and the explosion's happening yeah, behind you. Okay. All yeah, right. I like it. Wearing yeah. lycra. Done. Just because. Yeah. Sell it. We can lock that in. Let's yeah. do it. But as a as a whole, I think we're of one voice here that remaking films, not a thing. It's not, just it not a thing. It's lazy. It needs to stop. Yeah. Like, we can arrange snipers to go and um, camp yeah. out around some studios to sort some of that out. Yeah, I don't I'm, think it will stop anytime soon, but no. I wish it would. It's just like reality TV. They're making money. It's going. Yes, and it's going to some very dark places. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, oh no, please. Okay, there's a reality show called uh, "Release the Hounds." Okay, what? you play a game, and the better you do at the games, the more lead time you have, 
and at the end they sick dogs on you no. i'm lying strike me dead right here it is true oh it's a gosh, thing that's crazy this yep. is the purge come to life yep. yeah i know i was gonna say how how far along will it be till we see a hunger Games type situation well uh, um the one with schwarzenegger um yeah the old old uh, Stephen King book the short story that became oh, a film oh yes 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 you know the one yeah yeah everyone's yelling at us at home going it's this yeah. I don't want to something yeah. Um, yeah what soy and green is people yeah um, yeah yeah it's a, that's a real game I mean they don't really let them get you get you but they sick dogs on you it's hysterical how do they not let them get you are they all on like leads and stuff? No, no, they let them go. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but a it's in production. A guy swoops in on a quad bike and takes you away when they're about to bite it's, your heels. It's in production. Wow. Yeah. Would you watch it? That's the question. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. See, there you I've go. got it, but I've, you've got to watch the first episode of anything like that just, just to, to be able to see how horrific it is. I watched the first. I watched ten minutes of I Want to Marry Harry just because I was so in I couldn't stand myself. Oh wow! And did you watch any of it? Mm-mm. Oh, you missed a gold mine. I loved I mean, it. They were exactly what you would have pictured. I mean, it, dumb as dirt, little yeah. half shirts and shorts because you got to be dumb wow. to think. Well, they weren't even that pretty. Some of them looked no, pretty, pretty drug behind a truck. The, the catch but was that they weren't very upstairs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you would have to be to believe that this guy's actually Prince Harry. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was just gold. I mean, so they were crazy. so stupid. The girl that won, um, I... Because when it launched, it was sitting at Fox, or it's the next big thing, and fell in the ass. And then Australia, same thing. It's, oh, it's not doing well. Yeah. Oh, we're in trouble. Um, the girl that, that won, I struck up a, a Twitter conversation slash relationship with, and we so I'm so glad you love it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, girlfriend, do you... Th- this is wrapped, right? You know how this plays out. I can only imagine that their outcome sort of justification of it in them looking a little bit dim... Mm. Is that, oh, it's great show real stuff or, you know, look at what it's going to do for my career or whatever. Because it gets to, like, she was in love with the guy and in love with the idea that this was Prince Harry and she's going to be the next princess in, in, uh, in England and all the rest. She was convinced. And then that moment where he says to her, I've got something to tell you. I'm not Prince Harry. It was that moment from The Simpsons where Bart replays Lisa sitting next to Ralph at the Krusty show. And she tells, yeah, she yells at him, I, I don't like you. And he says, hey, watch, Lisa, you can actually see the moment Ralph's heart breaks. <laughs> this girl was gutted. Gosh. Really? Just in that instant, you saw everything fall. All, like the hopes and dreams of I'm going to, what now? What, well, what happened? Because they didn't finish playing it here. They took it off the air. Oh, no, they put it on the internet. But no, the other yeah. side, they didn't what play happened? it out. What happened? There was some tears and sort of then obviously break. Let's get everyone happy again and composed and sorted and and so oh, but you win some money and it's lovely and you had a great time and mm. the end and they parted. It just oh yeah no they didn't stay together. He was a nobody from England. Yeah, that gosh, is hysterical. That is crazy. But she was all about it for the first five minutes. <laughs> it's like Joe Millionaire, man. That that yeah. first the first season of some of that these was things. so delicious. That was so. I mean, remember? Did you watch Joe Millionaire? See, I'm terrible. I, don't, I haven't watched any of these. That's right. Yeah. She's film much. girl. I'm TV girl. Yeah, the, I don't Malone even have Mahone. cable anymore. That, that's you know? that's our thing. We can feel I just you watch TV. I just have Apple TV and I just watch movies. You know the premise though, right? Yeah, it's a guy pretending to be a millionaire. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the producers set him. 
up. They were on this Does he yacht. know that he's supposed to be a millionaire? Yeah. 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 He's in on it. He, right. Yeah, but the girls weren't. So they're on this yacht on this big date. And, and this guy, I mean, if you've ever been around anybody that had two nickels to rub together, you would know he didn't have any <laughs> no. money. Right. And he, he, he picked up this fork. He goes, what is that? And he sniffed his food. I'm like, millionaires do not sniff food. I'm out right there. But they believed it. Hook, line, and yeah, sinker. Pound, because it had never been done before. Yeah. They yes. were all in. Well, I did I did watch the first season of Australian Big Brother, and I thought that was a really interesting experiment because yep. they didn't know that anyone was watching. And when they came out at the end and they saw the crowd and everyone had signs with their mm. names on it, they were blown away. But nowadays, when they go into that house, they, they know exactly they know how they're going to be portrayed and yeah, yeah. they set things up themselves. But... Yeah, the first season of a reality show, I think, is interesting when it has a twist like that, but it's hard oh. to replicate over and over again. Yeah. Joe Millionaire, there's something about Miriam. Um, That's right. Do I, I don't know that one. Premise. Crazy. A whole bunch of Brits, uh, boys, are taken to this sun-soaked Spanish resort where, think the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. They, they meet this lovely girl, Miriam, who they're all told they're competing for her heart and the winner gets, you know... To, to, to date Miriam and money and all that sort of stuff. Um, so they, 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 the normal bachelorette shibozzle, right? They're blah, 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 blah. Miriam's a dude. She's a pre-op transsexual. Beautiful. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. <laughs> Boobs out to here. The whole shebang. She's taking the drugs. That is awesome. But we've still got Mr. Downstairs. Right. Oh, my God. And the reveal to the Did- guy that won... And they all kissed. Oh, she's passionate them all in the hot tub. It's all on. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, the reveal God. was interesting, but also kind of a bit sad at the same time. Oh, he time. went nuts. Like, he went nuts. Running outside, screaming, you vomiting. Couldn't, you couldn't do that here in the U.S. You, you wouldn't get away with yeah. that. But my friend is on a show on VH1. I haven't seen it, but it's <gasps> Dating Naked. So was, well, she's hosting it. I was going to oh, ask you about that. She doesn't have to be naked. She's the only one who isn't naked, but everyone else is naked. Yeah, that show's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but it's it pretty looks pretty ridiculous. Here's the thing, people. This, this is a serious question. The proliferation, the spate of naked TV shows that are popping up. Yeah. So there's there's Dating Naked. There's that Naked Survivalist. Naked and Afraid. Yeah, oh. yeah on oh, Discovery. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. So uh, the premise for, for Naked and Afraid is that they take men, women, take them to island, take everything off them, put them on island, they meet and have to survive for 30 together. days together. Yeah. They have nothing. They have nothing. Not, not even, even a stitch of not clothes. Not clothes, not food, nothing. Not, nothing. And do they know that's what they're going to be and doing? And I don't yeah. want to be indelicate. Well. 30 days. Yeah. For a woman. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Ding, light went off. That that's now, seems I get, cruel. But that's, I'm confident that any issues around that aren't going to get into the show. Yeah. But there's a practicality of stuff, Definitely. right? Which yeah, in 2014. You, something. you have to be prepared for that one. Yeah. But beyond that, like, the, the, it's. The hook is obviously in the title, you know, Naked and Afraid, Dating Naked. Yeah. Can people we say that in. naked people on TV shouldn't be a thing? Well, it's, it's, Reality TV shows. I, I guess so because the, particularly be in America, all the bits are blurred out. Yeah, you're not seeing any of the things and I think that, that make the show the thing. Imagine the first reaction would be interesting, and then after that, it's like 
they might as well be wearing clothes. Well, I mean... They are. They're wearing these fuzzed-out bars. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they get leaves at some point, and they sort themselves a little oh, okay. something if they well, some if of you them want do. to. Yeah, yeah if the you ones want that to. choose to. Right. Yeah. I if, would never do a shirt. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that you have just run out of ideas at this point because you've got Survivor. Yeah. yeah. Now let's redo it and have them naked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's it's like people, it really... And Survivor trumps that anyway. Remember the first season of Survivor, Richard yeah. Hatch won by basically spending most of the series naked. And you know his name. Yeah, because he was you know the first I mean? guy. Because it was huge. Yeah. yeah, and he was the first guy and the first winner. But you wouldn't be able to name the last winner. And he went to jail That's because it. he didn't pay his tax. That's my right. favorite. So perfect story. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I couldn't tell you who won the last one off the top of my head, but to be fair, Survivor is up to season 28. Yeah. But you know what? It's 28 seasons. I don't care what show it is. That's a run right there. There are contestants appearing on Survivor now who weren't born when it started that legitimately can be lifelong fans. Yeah. This is interesting. That wow. That and the Amazing Race, 25 seasons in, right? Yeah. I'm surprised that we haven't got to the point where there are Survivor and Amazing Race babies, i.e. contestants' kids, competing. now appearing there will and competing. Be, but there they'll have to be. be like naked and on fire, <laughs> you know, to keep it going. <laughs> That's right. right. I have the sun yeah. as a human torch. Make it fresh. <laughs> but no, this, the, these dating, the, the naked shows. It's how can that be a thing? This shouldn't be a thing. It's I don't I don't understand yeah. that moment when I mean I get they've sat around and go we need to make it interesting we need to add some color let's make them naked yep add some stakes I don't know the reaction stuff like in a, in a dating show I get it right like not that I want to give anyone a horrible mental picture but if if I was to ever partake in that that's a confronting thing for any woman to see let alone my wife who has to see it occasionally. Um, <laughs> You know, in, in that scenario, because in the Dating Naked show, they're all hot, right? Oh, are they? Okay. I think so. The, the, the survivalist one, the Dating uh, Naked and Afraid, not all hot. Mm. No. But the Dating Naked one, they're all hot. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I usually find that the people who are happy to be naked are the people that have absolutely no business being <laughs> naked yeah. in a public situation. Like yes. beaches? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So, I agree. I, I don't know. I'm a southern woman, and I was joking about porn or whatever. But there, I, I, you're lucky if I let you kiss me on a first date, much less here we go, mm. naked, you know, rolling up. TV. Well, I just have a little, a little bit of self-respect. Not much, but a little. And, you know, I figure if you see me naked right off the giddy-up, you're not going to want to have anything else to do with me. You'll be like, yeah, you thanks, I'm out. And then, so. like, knowing the TV business like we all do, we know how... People are going to be portrayed in certain things, yes. you know. You have no control over how no. you'll be edited in the end. You see? Ooh, ooh, wow. See, that throws a whole new spin on it, doesn't it? The fact that it's acknowledging reality television edited. They want to create a story. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's take the, the naked and afraid thing. 30 days on an island, living, surviving, doing all of the things, meeting someone for the first time, being confronted by the fact they are buck naked. There could be... Like, you could get off on the wrong foot from the very first, not having oh, said a happens. word, right? yeah. from the it look happens. of, hi. Yeah. Ouch. 
they don't have to go cut right while you're out. That's it, shushy. Yeah, um, and no, you no, know they want drama, so yeah. a lot of people will heighten drama of situation. Things like Bachelor, I mean, I know in the American version at least, they put all these girls in the house, they take away any source of entertainment. So no TV, yes. no magazines, no nothing, and then they give them a ton of alcohol Yep. and they just hope that fights happen. And all the girls have to think about is this one guy that they're competing with all these other girls for. I mean, no wonder they go insane. Well, we're about to see the end of the second series of The Bachelor Australia. With Osha. Yeah, with Osh. And look, I have to say for mine, and I'll tell him this when I see him a little bit later, his hair has been Spectacular. the best character in that show. He it's has been great hair. Delightful. And it's a good inch and a half just going up and quaffed yeah. and amazing. Yeah. Um, his hair is the best hair. Yeah. That's I'm funny. surprised that more ladies haven't had goo-goo eyes towards him. Not in that, the show. Maybe yeah. they're told not to. Well, maybe well, they're told we've got to cut that out. Well, yeah. that happened in the U.S. actually. One of the girls in The Bachelor was they were getting down to the wire mm-hmm. and she was you know dating the guy and she flat out banged one of the crew members oh. flat out banged but see, him. this is going to be the thing right in, in a reality context when you're deprived of things and put in high pressure situations and lack of all of the things that make reality work it's inevitable that people are going to have feelings for maybe not key player or for something else but for you know, I'm seeing that camera guy or this producer all the time. And you got no one else to look at. And, well, and that, they might also be lovely and there might be a genuine connection there. Last year's season of The Block, so a couple of seasons ago, but last year where we met the now infamous in Australia twins from South Australia, twin cops, Alyssa and Lysandra, who were as close as we got to just vicious bogan women. Um, oh. They were lovely, but just at each other horribly too uh, one of they're both married one of them left her husband for a producer of the block wow oh wow wow after the show yeah, but because yeah. during it was all like oh I love my husband I miss my family oh, oh. after the show what evs well, one of the writers on Orange is the New Black left her husband for one of the actresses. Yeah. How about how you like them out? I remember reading the story. She was talking about how me writing for Piper. She made her think about. Yeah, yeah, her own was sexuality. giving me a voice for how I felt. Mm. Yeah. How do you have that conversation with your husband? Darling. Well, yeah, because you like know he'd yeah. be like, cool, can I watch? And you're like, no, hon, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Relationship. He'd be like, well, you don't have to leave. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. We don't need to take it to that level. No, no. It's like in my room here at the the wonderful Sofitel Los Angeles. It's nice here. My bed, it's a room and a bathroom, right? Yeah. But... The, where the bed head is is a wall that the other side of which is the bathroom area and it has all of the usual facilities a massive shower that I will tell you no lies if you draw a line from where the edge of that jut out is mm-hmm. across to the window that's how big the shower area is oh, it, there's it's one freaky. shower head in it this massive space you can have a party in my shower yeah let's do it but there's a window in that bed head wall that between Looks the shower straight, and the bed right so someone could be having the shower and someone could be on the bed checking it out enjoying the show voyeurism is a thing with television right all television. this dating naked crap it's just been all of that up the it's showering naked that's weird 
that's not a TV show. I think that's just real life. Well, it will be. Probably. You know. Showering in clothes. Up. Showering in clothes. Well, it's funny here. They've just started playing Real Housewives of Melbourne, oh, whatever it yep. is. God bless you. And I haven't seen any of it, but I keep getting Americans telling me about this show and yeah, saying, yeah. oh, my God, they're crazy. It's nice to see Melbourne yes. on the screen. A lot of people who haven't been to Melbourne mm-hmm. say how beautiful it is. But they say, the women usually like this. They're insane. I was like, oh, I think oh, they're... Sister. And also a lot of people were noticing how they would talk about L.A. like they want to be L.A. type yep. women. And it's interesting, isn't it? How yeah, yeah, what they think L.A. women are yeah. when they're not in L.A. Yeah, it's sort of modelling themselves on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or something like that when it's completely different in Melbourne. I will, to my shame, admit that I've seen a few episodes of the, the Real Housewives franchises because mm-hmm. I've got to check out what it's about. And as each new franchise pops up, there's new characters and new... They're all trying to outdo each other, of course. Outdo the crazy. Man, when the Real Housewives of Melbourne appeared on our screens in Australia, yeah. they took the crazy to like 13. It is again, they know amazing casting sell. because they're just ludicrous. You know what they should do? And I mean, tomorrow, mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Townsville. Of Townsville. I, was in, I was in Townsville. Yes. And I mean, it is ripe for the picking. All those that would army be wives. Real housewives, First like of real. all, I love Townsville. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows everybody. Everybody slept with everybody. Yep. I, oh, yeah. It yeah. would be drama. They need to shoot it's that tomorrow. It's a country town mm-hmm. that has a big army base attached. To it. Yeah. And and there's people there with some coinage too. There is. They need to shoot that immediately. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. they get a copyright us three. Go to Bravo home and That's sorted. It. Yeah. Ladies, uh, we've come to the end of an amazing Think Committee where we've decided a lot of things. Nudity. Yep. Uh, On reality TV should not be a thing. Yeah, yeah. No. Rebooting things no. should not be a thing. But we've come up with some great pictures, let's yeah. be fair. And I say voyeurism is still a thing. I, I like to watch. we got new ha- uh, Housewives of Townsville. Mm. We're, I think we're good. Yeah. I'm going to remain a gentleman because that door won't swung wide open. Okay. But we'll leave that where it is. Uh, Alicia, how can people find your work and you on uh, the internet? Well, I've put everything on malonesmovieminute.com mm-hmm. so you can go there and see all my TV appearances and everything I do to, in the world of film. Excellent. High quality movie person if you want to keep in touch with all that's going on. I love what you do. Thank Excellent. You. Michelle? I am at michellemahone.com. Mm-hmm. I bu- I'm one L in Michelle. But I bought the double L as well because I've spent Smart. my life spending That's my name. Clever. So Michelle uh, Mahone.com. Yes. And then I'm on Twitter at, at M Mahone. Yes. And things like that. I'm at comedy clubs around mm. the U.S. And doing great work, I'm hearing too. Oh, thank you. I try. Knocking it out of the park. <laughs> try to eat. Well, I, I give it a swing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, ladies and gentlemen, the Think Committee has decided these things for you. Swing by. Uh, at Think Committee on Twitter, thinkcommittee.com on the internet. I'm Steve Malk uh, at Malk's TV Talk, whether you like it or not. You have just heard An Unpopular Podcast. Find more Unpopular Podcasts at unpopular.com.au.